and welcome to the Stop Shitting All Over Yourself podcast, the place where you come as an entrepreneur to let go of that feeling that you should be doing something else. For many business owners, especially those of us who are chronically ill or have ADHD or deal with any kinds of things like that, um, we tend to always be feeling like we should be doing something else. Whatever it is we're doing doesn't really matter. Uh, we feel like we should be doing something else. So we got to hurry up and finish what we're doing now so we can do that next thing. Uh, or we're feeling like we should be doing something that we're not doing. So we're filled with guilt. And honestly, a few years ago, I decided I was kind of done with that. I do not want to spend the rest of my life feeling guilty. Um, and so I kind of started to let that go. But it took me a lot of time and um, there were some very specific ideas that I let go of along the way that have really, really helped me and my community to feel just generally so much better in our day-to-day -day lives because we're just not feeling bad about our businesses all the time. So I started this podcast to help you with those same things because the more things that you let go of feeling like you should be doing, the lighter you're going to feel. So today I want to talk about Facebook ads because that's something that all of us feel like we should be doing. Facebook ads. You see that little blue button on Facebook and it's like, did you know that if you spend $5, you can have X number of people see this post and think of the results that you're going to get. And for small business owners, that's actually, that's one of our big problems is that we're looking for customers all the time and finding new customers is really tough. Um, when you first start out though, right in your business, it's not, as it's not as tough because you've got your friends, your family, people are supporting you. And so it really gives you this false idea of how easy it is to run a business. And a lot of us become emboldened by our first two to three months of success. And we think that that's what the entire business running experience is going to be like. And it usually takes about six months before we start to realize that, yeah, you know what? Things are not exactly the same as they were when we first started. So, um, when you think about your, initial stage, right? As a business owner, and it's important to remember that we all go through a few stages as business owners. You have your initial stage where you're selling to your friends and family. You have your stage two where you're really starting to get to know like how to sell to people that are not your friends and family. And then you have stage three where you're, where you're scaling up. Um, when you're selling to your friends and family, I want to talk specifically about the, the transactional process, like how that tends to go. So let's say you're selling um, a chocolate goodie bag, right? As you're part of your business and it's $35 and in it there's some caramel dark chocolate and there's some mint chocolate and maybe some chocolate berry thing, right? And let's think about how that transaction would go. If you have a friend or a family member who wants it, either you've mentioned it, it's shown up on their feed, if they have any trouble along the journey of buying from you, let's say they are not sure where the link is or they don't know how to check out or they're not sure what you sell or they're not sure where to go, whatever their problems may be, they're going to reach out to you and say, Hey, Manessa, I can't find your link. Hey, Manessa, can you tell me where to get this chocolate? They're going to take the initiative to reach out to you and be like, Hey, can you help me out with this? Because they're close to you, your friends, you've known each other for a while. It's not that you probably talked a few days ago. It's not something that they feel weird about. They feel like they'll just ask you and you'll just tell them and they'll just buy, right? Straightforward, fairly simple, right? But what we don't realize is that that transaction took a lot of time. So you're selling this, let's say you're selling this goodie bag for like $35. And every question you have to answer from somebody that is asking you, where do I go? What do I do? That takes like five minutes here, five minutes there. And so now it's taking up time out of your day. Um, so this $35 is starting to cost you uh, more than simply the wholesale cost of the products, right? So let's say the wholesale cost is like 
15 bucks for it. So now your profit is $20, which means that every minute that you're spending on pushing this transaction forward is reducing the amount of money you're really getting paid per hour for whatever it is that you're doing, right? Now, if you have to help somebody through the entire transactional step, like this is where you go, this is what you click on, or help anyone through the issues that they're having or and consistently have to do that, um, you're capped with the amount of things you can sell by your time because you can only direct so many people to the checkout. So at some point you're going to reach a cap where this, I can only sell this many because I'm having to help people through the transactional process. Now, the issue that you're going to have as you try to scale up then is that strangers are not going to message you when they run into a problem. So let's say you're selling this chocolate goodie bag and they run into the exact same question that your friend or your family member did. They're not going to PM you and say, where do I find this link? What do I do? They're just going to leave, right? So what ends up happening then is when we move from the space of selling to our friends and family to moving to a place where, um, we're selling to strangers, um, we don't realize that there is an actual process, like a step-by-step journey. Like I'm not like that somebody takes in order to buy something. So it starts with, hi, I'm a stranger. Okay. So hi, I'm a stranger might be, they see a post in their feed. They see, um, you know, that because it was referred by a friend or a friend engaged on it, or they're unfollowed your page or they're in your group. Right. But they see that post and in some way, shape or form, they become aware of you. They then click in that post or engage in that post. And then that takes them to another step that then needs to take them to another step that tells them about your product. Once they know about your product, right? They need to know why they want your product, right? So that's a step as well. Once they know why they want your product and that your product exists, if they decide they want to buy it, they need a way to buy the product. Okay. They need to click on that link to buy the product to then check out. So this, all of these things are just logistical steps that everybody has to take whenever they're checking out. So if you think about your process of checking out of Amazon, you already know about Amazon. So the way that it would start would be amazon.com, find the product, add it to your cart, check out simple, right? But if you didn't know about Amazon, how would you learn about it? Right? So that then it would take you through that very simple checkout process. But there's that first question, how would you learn about it? Maybe you'd see it on an ad, maybe a friend would tell you about it. But in either case, the second you got to Amazon, you do your search, you find your thing and check out. It's a very straightforward process, right? Now, one of the biggest issues that I have seen happening with business owners who come to me with issues is not that you're using the wrong keywords or that you aren't selling enough or are selling too much or that you are posting at the wrong time or you're not using the right graphics. Honestly, like, there a lot of business owners have a, a much more basic issue and that basic issue. And by the way, if you look at my website prior to the revamp that we're doing, um, in February of 2022, you will find that this problem exists on my website as well. So just because someone's aware of this problem doesn't mean they're inoculated from it. Um, the biggest issue that exists is that people cannot go from being a stranger to having a seamless path to checking out and buying from you. That's it. Now my path is fairly straightforward, fairly good, but there are some holes in it. I know that the holes are my issue. That's what I'm working on, right? So I'm fixing the problem that actually exists. If I do ads right now, if I do ads without the journey being completely whole proof, then I'm paying a lot of money to find people who are going to then come to my page and they're going to fall through one of the holes 
in that journey that I just listed. So before I have any ads, I have to check to make sure that I have no hold. Okay. For many business owners, they jump right to the ad part and skip over the hole. So they find they might even their ads may actually be working. Your ads may be working brilliantly. You may be getting like 10, 15,000 people coming. You may have the potential to get all the customers coming in. But if after they start walking down the journey, they fall through the holes, then they will never make it to the checkout part. But for many, for most business owners, because they don't know about the user journey and how that works, we automatically jump to the conclusion that I need more customers and ads are the solution. I have rarely met a business owner who did not start with that belief system. We all start there and then we learn and realize, oh, wait a minute, that's not how it is. It's actually something else that's the problem. So we need to get to that space sooner. And the sooner we get there, the faster we're able to actually solve some of these problems. And then when we use ads, they work for us a little bit better. Okay. So let's talk about what some of these issues, what are the key signposts that you're looking for? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you the, the key things that I look at when I'm looking at a user journey and where you're probably losing people so that you can make that change right away. So the very first thing to know is that when someone comes to your page, that you lose 97.8% of them right off the bat. So it's really unlikely that you're going to keep like everyone who comes to your page, you're losing a large number of people, but you can mitigate that number by making some changes to how you approach your page. Right. And so this philosophy, by the way, will approach that will apply for uh, your website too. If, um, if uh, you're going sending people to your website instead. So the first thing is, is on your cover photo. Okay. Your cover photo needs to be very, very clear. It cannot be confusing. You can't have a random picture of something that doesn't, isn't relevant to your business. Or, um, you know, like for example, if you are a boutique owner and you have a picture of your cat, why is there a picture of your cat on your cover photo, right? Unless you are drawing the connection between the cat and the clothes, you're going to confuse people because people thought they were coming to a boutique, but then they see a cat when people are confused or they don't see what they expect. They will bounce because confusion makes people feel uncomfortable. And when people feel uncomfortable, they leave. So your goal is to make them feel as comfortable as possible. So if you're advertising for a boutique, then when somebody gets to your page, show them a picture of your boutique, show them a picture of the clothes that you, that you, ha uh, that you sell, show the picture of your style. Don't have a picture of just your face because you're, unless you're selling earrings and boutique things that go on your face. Right. But a lot of times business owners will refrain from sharing those things, or they won't even have themselves in the picture because they're shy or they're embarrassed or whatever the issue is. But by doing so, what you're doing is, is you're distracting the people who come to your page and they are leaving because of confusion. So you have to make sure that your cover photo is clear. It needs to be a photograph that you took, not a stock photo. And, uh, it needs to be related to what it is that you do so that people can tell that they're in the right place. Okay. If you're going to have text on it, you don't want to have a lot of text and you don't want it to be like, I go live on this day and this is my text messaging service. And this is how I. And this is how you can join my email list. And this is, you know, I, you really have to bring it down. Less is more. When someone first comes to your page, you have to assume that they are strangers and you're trying to bring them in slowly. You're not trying to slap them across the face with all of the information about your, your business, right? Cause what is really happening is that you're worried that they're not going to get the information that they need. So you're trying to give them all of the information. The truth is they only need one piece of information when they come to your page, if they're a stranger. And that piece of information is how are you going to help me? Not when do you go live, not how do I get on your text messaging service, not, um, what's your email list. It's how are you going to help me? What problem of mine do you solve? If you don't have that information on your cover photo, 
then the people who are there are not going to know why they're there and they will leave. Okay. So your cover photo needs to be clear and talk about what it is that you do and give them a next step. Okay. The blue button on your Facebook page or whatever call to action you do, it needs to be something that people are likely to do. So join group is not a good choice. Um, buy now, not a good choice at this point, at this point of your business page, your audience is not really ready to buy from you. Now, if you want to go with buy from me now, that's great. Make sure that you give them a reason to buy. Don't just say we have these clothes buy now. That's not going to work. You really have to give them a reason. I recommend something a little bit with giving, getting them to sign up for something, um, having them, uh, watch a video, anything that gives that, that you can use to entice them to say, ah, I am interested in this and I will give you my email to get that item. Right? So for me, when you go to my cover photo, it says, I will give you something to save 20 hours from your week. Give me your email. Okay. So I'm basically saying, come here. I will give you this information. You click on learn more. And that's when I ask you for your email. So it's the second step, not the first step. Okay. So that's the important thing to keep in mind is you want to slow it down a little bit. Okay. Um, make sure that you are using the language okay, of your audience. Now this is really important because what happens to a lot of business owners is that when they first, when they start their business, they identify that there's a problem that they want to solve and they're going to help people with it and they get going. The more time you spend in an industry, the more you learn, the more your language changes and it changes from being the language of the person who doesn't know how to solve their problem to being the language of someone who knows how to solve that problem. Now you're the person who knows how to solve this problem and you're talking to people who don't know how to solve this problem, but you're using the language of people who already know how to solve this problem. Okay. So what do I mean by that? Let's say I talk about, so you want to make sure that in order for your clothes to not shelf, that you, uh, make sure that you're sizing yourself appropriately. Okay. If you don't know what the word shelf means, then you don't know what I just said. And if I was trying to sell you clothes, then you now feel stupid because I've made you feel dumb by saying a word that you don't know what it means. You're not going to want to ask me because for most of us, buying clothes is already a difficult experience. We want to enjoy it and we're not going to enjoy it if we feel confused or stupid or foolish. Okay. So I'm more likely just going to leave okay? because now I'm confused and I feel stupid. All right. If I'm saying using words like fashion forward, fizzing, manifest, uh, find clarity, those are all emotion words and they, yes, they make people feel things and see things, but it doesn't take them in the direction of this is a problem and I'm going to solve it for you. Or you understand what this word means, or you understand how I'm going to help you. All it does is, is make people say, ah, okay, this is fun but people are not willing to give money for something that's, oh yeah, this is fun. They're going to give money for something that they feel is going to enhance their life in some way. Right? So if I say to you, listen, I know how you hate it when your clothes, when your shirt constantly folds up on your boobs. And the reason why that happens is because you're wearing um, a size too small. So if you size up, then, um, then you won't have that issue. Right. So now you're probably wearing a size too small. So now you're like, Oh, I hate the way that looks. That makes perfect sense to me. Now I've empowered you with knowledge. Okay. But I didn't use a fancy word like shelving. All right. 
If I say to you, listen, I know that you have a goal for your business that you are really having trouble hitting. And as a result, you feel like maybe you're not cut out for business, but you really want to make this work. I have a system that I can help you with that will walk you step by step through the processes to get to solving, to getting to a goal. Okay. When you see that process laid out, you're going to feel like a badass because now you know how a business works and then you're going to feel empowered. Okay. So now I am talking to you, explaining to you how I am going to help you. Okay. I am not giving you one word like manifest and saying, I will met. Yes, that's exactly what I help you do. But if you don't already understand what all of those words mean, you're just left there going, wow, that's really fun, but I don't know what that means. And you're going to run off feeling more confused and thinking to yourself, I wish I could feel the way that she does, but I don't know how, right? And that's not what you want. You're like, wait, wait, I can help you feel the way I do. That's what you're trying to do. But when you speak the language of the expert, which you do, whether you like the word expert or not, that's the language you're using. When you speak the language of the expert, you alienate the people who are not experts and those are the people that you're trying to help. So it's important to recognize and look at your page and make sure that you are not using insider lingo in an attempt to show off your intelligence or how much you know. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I have done the same thing. We've all done this because that's what we do when we first start out because we're insecure and it helps us to feel more secure about ourselves. But the problem is, is that behavior is also what alienates our audiences. Okay. Now here is the, uh, here's, there's two more and then we're going to, we're going to do the two more big ones. Okay. So these are the biggest. The first is link tree. If you're using a link tree or any sort of email or any sort of link aggregate that basically is a page that gives people like 13 different links to pick from, you are losing people in that section because your audience, unless they are already totally committed to you is not going to click through that list of options because the second a stranger sees that somebody who's new to your business or new to what you do sees that they are going to immediately feel confused because they don't know which one to pick and they're concerned they'll pick the wrong one and they don't want to pick the wrong one. And so they're just going to not pick anything at all. We've all done that. We've seen it happen. And when you give somebody that many options, you're actually doing the same thing to them. So now you're basically creating a page that says, please leave my website. Okay. So those, unless you are okay with losing people, do not use those, those, um, the link trees. I think they are really great to use as if you have somebody who's like, I want to see all the things you do. Yes, sure. Give them that link so they can see all the things that you do have that there's no reason not to have one, but it's not a good next step for your business page or for someone who is just now learning about you. It's too much for somebody to ask somebody to do that early on in the relationship. Okay. So it's sort of like, let's say you're, you know, you have one date with somebody and you know that they're dating somebody else and you tell them on that first date, you have to decide between me and that person right now. And it's like, well, I don't know if I have to decide, well, no, you have to decide right now. Otherwise, and I could be the person of your dreams. Well, that's an awful lot to put on somebody that first date immediately to say, make that choice. Now I know that's not what you think you're doing, but that's how a lot of us internalize it. So make life easier for them and just use less of them. Okay. Um, all right. So now this is the biggest one that I want you to go take a look at right now on your page. I guarantee you that you have this problem. Excuse me. So make sure that if you make a post that is selling something that you are actually selling the item. What that means is, is that you've got to have information about the item. I have seen so many posts that basically say this is in stock. 
come get it now with no link to where to go to get it. So people look at it, they see this item that shows up on their newsfeed that's a, whatever it is that they love, that chocolate set that they're like, let's say that person doesn't even need a caption. Let's say they don't even need it to be sold to them. They look at the picture of the chocolate box and they're like, oh my God, I must have 13 of these. There is no link for them to buy right in that post. So they have to go to your business page. Now they have to go to your business page and figure out how to find the chocolate post, which may or may not be at the top because posts show up at different times. So this could be a post from like two weeks ago. Who knows, right? So now I have to find it. But wait, where I found the post, that doesn't have a link for the thing anyway. So, okay, hold on. I'll go to your website. Now I've lost interest. I'm not doing that much work to buy chocolate. Okay, nobody's gonna do that much work to buy chocolate. If you're gonna sell something in a post, then actually sell something, right? Don't make it weird by being coy and saying, well, look, this is here. And then if somebody wants to, they'll click on it and they'll figure it out. You're making people fight a, a, a mighty battle to be able to just buy chocolate or just buy a skirt. Make sure that you're actually telling them what it is, right? So if you're gonna be selling that little chocolate box, don't just post a picture of the chocolate box and say, it's in stock, buy it. Tell them what it is. Well, this is some mint chocolate. This is some caramel chocolate. This is some berry chocolate. This is, I loved it. I thought the berry was great. The, the berry is a, it comes out as a hint of flavor at the very end, but there's a strong front chocolate taste and it's amazing and you definitely need to try it. Sell it to them. Tell them why it is good. Tell them why they want it, that it's delicious, right? Then show them, tell them how much it is because oftentimes I don't even see a price on there. It just says, this is ready to buy. How much is it? How, if it's something that they wear, how does it fit? What is the inseam like? What is the material like? Show a picture of yourself in it or show a picture of someone else in it. Um, if the chocolates and things like that were made in an, a place with nuts, make sure that that information is there, but make sure that you're providing people with the information of uh, the basic information someone would need to buy something. Don't just provide a picture and say, well, if they're interested, they'll figure it out. No, they won't. If they're interested, they'll try and then they will give up because you've made it too hard for them to buy from you. So this is something that I have found happens on almost every page I've looked at. So what I want you to do is, is I want you to go back and listen to the second half of this. And I want you to go through your business page and I want you to analyze your business page just like this. Because without having these things in place, you're spending money on ads just to get people to a page they're gonna get lost in, right? So now you're spending more money to get people to a page that they're just gonna look around and be like, I don't even know what's happening here, right? What I want you to do is start at the very beginning of where, wherever it is that people are gonna be. And then I want you to walk through the steps slowly. And as you walk through the steps, ask yourself the question, is this clear? Do I know what's happening here? Do I know what I'm supposed to do next? Is this too, too quick? Am I rushing the job? Am I saying, come on, hey, my name is Vanessa, jump into bed with me? Or am I giving you flowers? What is happening here, right? Follow it along very, very slowly, right? And ask yourself these questions so that you can see where your holes are and just start to make a list. That is your action item list. Those need to be your priorities because anything else you do won't matter if people can't get through this, right? So it doesn't matter whether your branding is great or whether your live is good, none of those things matters. If people can't actually buy from you, then all of the other stuff you're doing is a waste of time because people actually have to be able to check out. Otherwise, you just have a lot of stuff that you're doing. And that is probably the most, um, most impactful change you can make to your business right now. Now, take your time with it. Um, it can be really um, seductive and wanna like dive in and just like do all of it right away and be like, I'm gonna go through and solve my whole thing. No, just go through, 
figure out what your list is, and then create an action item list over the next couple of weeks. I know that my user journey isn't super awesome right now. So I've got people, I've got things in place. I've got a team that's working on it and I know it's going to move where it needs to be. I'm just going to, I'm letting it go, right? I actually recorded my user journey as it stands now. So I can use it as an example to, to show that it's not a demonstration that you do or don't know what you're doing. Everybody is going to have a problem with their user journey at some point. It doesn't matter who you are. What's important is recognizing, ah, this is a problem that people run into and this is how I can solve it. Okay. It literally is the most important part of your business because without a clear plan, like I said, you don't really have anything else. So here's what I want you to do. Go through it yourself. If you have trouble or if you need help, drop me a line. Uh, either you can do a, uh, send me a note on the business page, or you can email me, me at Manessa.com. Um, and let me know that, um, that you are interested in a user journey audit. So one of the things that I am, that I am launching over the next couple of months will be a user journey audit where I'll basically go through your user journey with you. We'll sit, we'll talk and we'll do a whole strategy session and I will give you your action item and say, okay, your business isn't working for these reasons. These are the things that you need to do. Here are the resources go, right? So that basically now you have your business plan and your strategy so you can move forward with your business so that you don't feel like you're stuck, right? So if you'd like to have somebody else do it for you, you're welcome to send me a, a message on Facebook uh, to the business page, or you can email me at me at Um, in the meantime, don't forget to share this podcast with business owners that you know who are looking for new customers because you really don't want them wasting a ton of money on ads before they fix this user journey. Okay. So that's going to be key. Don't let your friends spend money on, um, on ads, uh, if they have not already gone through this podcast and figured out their user journey. One other thing I wanted to ask you guys to do. So I have, um, some big ideas for this podcast. I feel like we, as women do not need to feel shame about all the things that we should or shouldn't be doing in our business because it's our business and our life and we can do whatever the heck we want. I have some really great ideas for how to take this podcast to the next level, some games, uh, some subscription stuff, some bonuses, some perks. Um, and I have applied for a grant from podcast, uh, to, uh, to help fund it. So I would love it. So what they're asking me to do is I've submitted and they want to hear from you, my listeners, my fans. So I would love for you to head over to the link in the show notes for podcast, go click on the link and just send them a love letter. Tell them what you think about the show. Tell them how it's helped your business. Tell them anything you want. Tell them the truth about everything. Um, and let's see what we can do to get this podcast funded so we can take it to the next level. 